Like uh, this year, you guys, here at Emerge, here in this room, I want to see miracles. I want to see salvations. I want to see God do miraculous things right here in this room. I want to see God change your life. I want to see God change my life and, and set the course of your life so you'll never be the same. And I'm excited about that. I believe what happens here on a Wednesday night can begin to change your schools for the rest of the week. And I believe it. And and in in the midst of a messed up world, I believe that we are going to have students who are going to be strong in their faith this year. And who are going to walk down their hallways and be an example for Christ. Because we're, we're not called to take sides on when the world's asking us, well, who are you for? Or who are you against? We're not called to take sides. We're called to be above the sides. And, and tonight we're talking about declaration. Because we are called to declare the goodness and the promises and the salvation of Jesus Christ in our world. And nothing is going to rescue people like Jesus can. Nothing can rescue people like Jesus can. You walk by people every day who are struggling, who are trapped in sin, and the enemy, he's got a great plan for their life. But Jesus has a greater plan, and God's going to use you to be in their lives, to change their lives. Anybody believe that? I sure hope so. Um, No one seemed too excited about that. All right. So, but, but declaration tonight is basically the power of God in your lives and, and the stance that we're going to take. There's, there's also someone who, who stood up and made a powerful declaration. I'm, I, I think you, you guys might like this. I think you guys may have heard, heard of this. Um, someone who stood out and made a powerful declaration. I declare bankruptcy! <laughs> okay, that's, that's good, that's good. But anyways, <laughs> we could go on, we could go on. But anyways, tonight, tonight, the best way that you can influence the world is not by getting the world to emulate you, to act like you, to be like you, or, or getting the world to copy you as Christians. And, and act, here you go, act just like me and you'll be good. No, that's not right. That's not what we're called to do. The best way that you can influence others is ask them to join you in this race. Ask them to come alongside you. Ask them to be with you. See, when I was you guys' age, which was a long time ago, I would invite my friends to church and I would do this because I thought that they might get saved. And I began to realize, you know what? It's not youth group that gets people saved. it's, it's, It's Jesus who was at youth that got people saved. It wasn't youth group that got me saved in my own life. It was a friend who asked me to be saved with him. Who, 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 I've told you guys my testimony, but who just a week before, who had overdosed on drugs and then showed up at my house the next week and, and outside of my house, we were sitting on the curb outside of my house crying like a baby. And he said, I, I, I'm changing my life. I've got to give my life to Jesus, and I want you with me. It takes someone say, I want you running this race with me. I want you going with me. I don't want to go this alone. I believe Emerge is a special place, and here we're always going to preach Jesus. We're always going to preach salvation. But the key is you showing that person what it's like to be a follower of Jesus. See, the greatest witness you'll ever have is your own life. Is the way you live, the way you talk, 
the example that you set, the person that you are, that's the greatest witness that you'll ever have. See, there's this, there's a story of this certain man who is, who is, um, he studied this certain tribe in Africa and he was doing these studies and he always, he would always, he was trying to do these studies, but he would always have these kids just around him and circling him around him and getting into his business. So as he was doing these studies, he always had these children just around him. So he, he made up a game. He made this game and it, actually he was, he made a study out of it. And so he got this basket. He went into the town. He got this basket full of candy. And in this village, candy was like a prized possession. Got this basket full of candy. And he took this basket of candy and he set it underneath a tree. And he, he takes all these kids, takes them a little ways away. And he draws a line in the dirt and has them all line up at the, at the line uh, at the dirt. And he tells all the kids to stand behind the line. And he said, when he yells out, um, he yells out to the kids. He's like, we're going to play a game. And when I give the signal, the first one to reach the candy gets to keep all of it. And you got to imagine like candy is like, like I said, it's like a prized possession. You got to imagine when he says go, like there's going to be elbows thrown, teeth punched out, like kicking and tripping people who, who who's with me. Right. That's what I'd be doing. Like Reese's Reese's. I'm going to be oh. like, that's my, uh, but he is out like he's so he gives all the, the instructions. He draws the line. Everyone stand behind the line, and and the first one to it when I say go gets all the candy. And so the man steps back, and then he gives the signal for them to go. And before any of them takes off, they all grab hands and run to the candy together, and they they grab and share and eat the candy together. And the, ran, the man runs up. He goes, no, 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 no. That's not how this is supposed to work. It doesn't go this way. Someone is supposed to win. Someone's supposed to get all the candy. And this little girl in this African tribe looks up to him. And she says, Umbutu. Say that, Umbutu. How can one be happy if all the rest of us are sad? See, what Umbutu in this African African culture meant it means I am because we are. I am because we are. See, when she said Unbutu, she was saying, I can only be happy if all of us are happy. If one of us are sad, we're all sad. See, I am who I am because of who we are. See, when it comes to being a Christian, when it comes to be a follower of Jesus, your faith it doesn't just belong to you. It, it belongs to us. Because we're in this together. When, when you fall, we fall. When you hurt, we hurt. When you don't come to church, it doesn't just affect you. It affects all of us. Romans twelve five it says this. Since we are all one body, we all belong to each other. And each of us needs all the others look at someone and say we belong to each other and then look at someone else and say can i get your number okay don't be a creep all right so hey listen listen in the body of christ in the body of christ you can't be a believer all by yourself you're not in this alone. You're not all by yourself. You're not separate from the rest of the world. Instead, as the body of Christ, what you do affects the rest of us. 
See, when, when one of my friends in our youth group turned away from Jesus, it hurt our ministry. It hurt because we're in this together. If you don't believe me, how many of you guys have ever, you've been walking through the living room and you stubbed your toe on the couch? You know what I'm talking about? Like that is the worst thing. It's like just cut the toe off. Like get it over with. And like you're walking along and like you, you, you hit the couch and you, you about lose your salvation. Like you're using Christian cuss words. You're like, poop. And like, uh, but here's the deal. You're, the toe is just a little thing. It's just a little thing. It shouldn't really matter that much. But it absolutely matters because when you stub your toe, your whole body hurts, right? Your whole body goes into convulsions. You hit that and you're like, and like you just fall down and you're like holding your foot and like it is the worst thing. And if you're doing something and you think it affects only you, you're wrong. When you hurt, we hurt. I, I know several of you guys in this room that you're, you're going through some things in your life. By a, a little bit ago, a lot of you guys raised your hand and say, I need victory in my life. I'm going through some things. When you hurt, we hurt. I know some of you guys are struggling with some things right now. And that, that's what it means. One of our values, our first value here at Emerge is that we are a family made of friends. That we're a family. That means we're in this together. That we're here together. That this is a family. That's what it means to be a Christian. We're in this together. We win together. We get the prize together. We find the victory together. I don't know about you guys, but I love to celebrate with people who, who, who God changes their life. I love to celebrate people when, when God does a miracle in people's lives. I love to hear those victory stories of, of things that God has done. We live in the world in a world that applauds independence. Oh, you're so independent. That's wonderful. And we praise people who can who can figure out life on their own or that maybe they've achieved their dreams without the help of anyone. But when we do that, we buy into the lie that the only way to succeed is to succeed alone. I did this by myself. Nobody helped me. No one was there for me. And we applaud people, but you got to know this. The greatest lie that the devil can tell you is that you're in this fight alone. Is that, you're, oh, I'm, I'm, I'm all alone. Nobody's here for me. Nobody wants me around. That's one of the greatest lies he can tell you. If you feel like you're completely alone in this life, then you've bought the greatest lie that the devil could ever sell you. See, the fact that we have emerged every single Wednesday night except last week... Speaks against that lie. You've got a family made of friends here. You've got a body of Christ here. You've got people here who love you. Who want to be there for you. When you hurt, we hurt. When you stand strong, we stand strong with you. You you need to hear this tonight. If you're in this room and you feel alone. I, I got to tell you, if, if you let one of our leaders, one of our volunteers know what's going on or one of your friends know what's going on and you tell someone, we will never leave you behind. We will be there for you. Emerge family, would you agree with me? This is the reality that when we, when we, when we see someone who achieved their dreams, we see an army of people that help them get there. 
See, the enemy will use anything to keep you from changing the world. And he's going to use that lie, that lie that, that you've got to change the world alone. That you're in this alone. That you've got to go alone. See, there's nothing more daunting than the feeling that you, you have to achieve the great commission all by yourself. Like, you, you guys remember what Jesus said to his disciples before he left the earth. He's like, go forth into all the world and preach the gospel and baptize him in the name of the Father and the Son and the Holy Spirit. And that's what Jesus told his disciples before he left the earth. And you, you got to imagine, like, did he just say all nations? Like, did he say to, to baptize them? Because Jesus, that's going to take a lot of water. See, you, you see the plans and the dreams and the tasks and the visions that God gives you. You're not supposed to do them alone. You're supposed to do them with your family made of friends. With your followers, right? not your followers, but followers of Jesus right along with you. There's no such thing as a Lone Ranger Christian. You're not in this by yourself. You can only grow and go so far by yourself. See, students, there, there are people in your family. There are people in your schools. There, there's people in every group who are struggling. In this group tonight, who are struggling silently because at one point they've tripped up and they've fallen. And as some of you have kept right on walking. And that's not how it's supposed to be. 1 Corinthians 12, 27, it says this, All of you together are Christ's body, and each one of you is a separate and necessary part. See, you need to understand this. The only way to achieve victory is together. The only way to achieve victory is together. I need you. You need me. I know it sounds weird, but we're in this together. You need to understand, like, even to where I'm at, and like, it's not like I've arrived and I'm somebody great, but even where I'm at in life, I didn't get to this place alone. I didn't get to where I'm at alone. Like Pastor Dennis, he didn't get to be the lead pastor or didn't get to be where he's at in life all by himself. Our, our adult volunteers in this room, very great people, they didn't get to where they are all alone. We got all got to where we are because of the body of the Christ, body of Christ walked with us and went with us. This happens all throughout the Bible. And I want to show you one particular passage though, and it's a really cool story. This is the story of Moses and how he's leading the people of Israel. And at this part of the story, um, he, he had they had freed all the Israelite people out of Egypt away from the Egyptians, and it's in Exodus. You should read the whole thing because it's a really awesome story. Um, but where, where we're reading, we're about, they're about to go to war against the uh, Amalekites. And so if you've got your Bible, in the book of Exodus 17, we're going to start in verse 8. It says this, and I want you to hear this story. I want you to listen to this. It says, when the people of Israel were still at... Rephidim. Yep, that's what I meant to say. Um, the warriors of Amalek attacked them. Moses commanded Joshua. He said, choose some men to go and fight the army of Amalek for us. Tomorrow, I will stand at the top of the hill holding the staff of God in my hand. So Joshua did what he had commanded and fought the army of Amalek. 
Meanwhile, Moses, Aaron, and her, cool name, uh, climbed to the top of a nearby hill. As long as Moses held up the staff in his hand, the Israelites had the advantage. But whenever he dropped his hand, like if he had to scratch his nose or something like that, somebody died. Like for real, like as he kept his hand up, they were winning. As he pulled it down, people started dying. And so the, uh, the Amalekites, they gained the advantage as long as his hand was up in the air. But, says this, Moses' arms soon became so tired that he could no longer hold them up. So Aaron and Hur found a stone for him to sit on. And then they stood on each side of Moses, holding up his hands. So his hands held steady until sunset. Joshua overwhelmed the army of, of Amalek in the battle. See, as long as Moses held his hands up to praise God, they were winning the battle. I don't know about you guys, but sometimes in worship, I'm like, can we put our hands down now? <laughs> you're like, you're just like, yeah. You know, and, but as, as long as Moses had his hands up, as long as he was praising God, as long as he was, had his hands up and had the staff in his hands, the, they were winning the battle. But as his hands started to drop, they started to lose. And it, if the battle simply depended on Moses alone, God's people would have lost. They would have lost. So Moses, he goes on this hill. He brings Aaron and her with him. And, and you got to know the calling that God has put on your life is not yours to carry alone. It's not yours to carry alone. The, the greatest lie the enemy can tell us is that we're in this fight alone. If we're being honest, we, we've, there's enough things in our lives that we try to do alone. Like, and and we, we've been through enough things that we've tried to do. And through those things, we've found fear and shame and guilt and anger and bitterness and depression and sadness. See, our faith is not built to be lived out alone. You're in it, and you've got a family that's got your back. See, the, the one, one of the reasons, if you're new here, uh, a lot of times we'll have students come up and pray with our volunteers. And, and if, you're new, if you're new here, if you're here all the time, one thing we do is we always encourage friends to come up and pray. And so maybe you come up and pray, and you'll have a whole team of people right behind you, praying for you, praying with you. And we do that on purpose to let you know that we've got your back, to let you know that we're there for you. See, you're in it with a family that's got your back. And that's, there's, there's, we'll always, we'll always do that. You'll always have a crowd of people. If we could have our band go ahead and come back up. Here in a moment, we're going to go into a time of, of just prayer and, and just kind of worship together. Um, But some of you guys have gone on by yourself for far too long. Some of you guys have tried to walk your Christian faith by yourself for far too long. And I'm going to do this too. And, and I'm going to invite our adult leaders to come up here and kind of fill some of these seats with our students. Not because I'm not calling you out because I'm going to do something here in a minute. And I want us all to be together. Not, not like to the front, like just, yeah, fill a seat. Grab a seat somewhere. I want you to look around you. Look on each side, look behind you. 
Look in front of you if you're in the back row. This is our family made of friends. This is our family together. We are in this together. You're not in this alone. We're all here together. And and, and here's the last point that I want to make tonight. The last thing I want to say. When life picks fights, you pick your friends. And I'm not talking like, I know what it was like in middle school. You're like, dude, I got your back if they mess with you. I got you. No, I'm not talking like that. That's stupid. Uh, I'm talking about spiritually together. This is your family. This is your family made of friends. And we're in this together. We pray for each other. Uh, All of our volunteers, all of our leaders, they pray for you guys. All the time. Often. I know so many of you guys uh, have talked with, have prayed with, have contacted so many of our, our adults, and they are there for you. And that's what it means. We're in this together. When life picks fights, you pick your friends. Um, Proverbs seventeen seventeen it says this, A friend loves at all times, and a brother is born for the hardest of times. How many of you guys have been through some hard things? That's what, that's what we're here together for. We're here together for each other. When we go through the hardest times, when we go through the most difficult things, when we have the biggest and deepest struggles, this is your family. This is your people. See, Moses, he didn't even go up on top of that hill alone. He took his crew with him. He took his people with him. See, you cannot win in this life alone. Victory comes through a team. Victory comes together. Victory comes through unity. If you guys have ever played on sports teams, and you played on a team that's so, that there's no unity together, everybody hates everyone, and like you lose every game. But when a team is unified, when you're there for each other, when you're encouraging each other, when you're helping each other, when you're working together. And that's a great team to be on, right? That's a fun team to be a part of. That's a, that's a team that wins. And that's what this team is right here. That's who we are. We're, we win. I want to read this last verse. It says this. It's Ecclesiastes 4. See, if one person falls, the other can reach out and help. But people who are alone when they fall are in real trouble. A person standing alone can be attacked and defeated, but two can stand back to back and conquer. Three are even better. For a triple braided cord is not easily broken. It's time to stand with your Emerge family. This year, 2018, that's so weird to say. But look around. These are the people who are going to be here for you. These are the people who are, who are going to have your back. These are the people who are going to pray for you. These are the people who are going to encourage you. And I got to tell you, like I tell you guys all the time, if you're ever hurting, struggling, going through some things, please, please, please talk to one of our, one of our leaders, one of us. I promise you, I promise you, we'll be there for you. I promise you, you don't have to go through any of that alone. We'll pray for you. We'll help you. We'll encourage you. We'll find ways to help. We'll make up things. 
not like false, you know what I'm saying? We'll make up ways that you get help um, because we love you and we're here for you. 2018 is going to be a special year right here to emerge. I'm really believing that God's going to do some miraculous thing in the, in things in this room and in this body and in this group of people together.